Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and before we get started, let me be clear. This podcast isn't just about minimalism. It's a podcast about living fully. Over the past few years, I've learned that living with a little less in our homes and on our calendars leads to less cluttering up our minds, which simply helps give us the space to give our time and thoughts to the things that actually matter. So what do we talk about on here? We talk about minimalism and decluttering and how to get there, yes. But we also have conversations about pursuing intentionality in the things that matter, like our motherhood, faith, relationships, work, and mindset. Minimalish is a podcast for the women committed to contentment and loving the life in front of them, committed to living with a little less so they can create space for the things that matter most. What it's not about, how many spoons you should have, or any kind of rules or legalistic minimalism that promises you'll be happier if you just get rid of more stuff. Getting rid of stuff isn't what will make you happy. It's about the life you live with the new space you find. If that sounds good to you, grab a mug of whatever you like and stick around. I'm so grateful you're here. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. This is episode 79 and I'm your host, Desiree. And today I am talking with Emily Thomas, host of the Mom Struggling Well podcast. And we are talking about the subject of struggling. I think that this is a perfect topic for this time in history. Um, I feel like I am saying this with every podcast intro lately, but we are still here in the midst of a pandemic. And this topic definitely applies to regular life, normal life, 
plus this life, which doesn't feel normal. I actually had this conversation before all of this happened, before all of the coronavirus stuff happened, but I am glad that I did not release it before that because I think it is perfect for this time. Emily is extremely honest and vulnerable and transparent. She does not hold back from saying what she thinks and what she feels, and I love that about her, especially when we discuss topics of motherhood, because I think so many times we are worried about what others think of us as moms. We're worried about how we are being perceived as parents. And Emily is extremely honest, and I really respect that, and I appreciate it, and it is needed. It is especially needed during this time because we can probably say all of us are struggling in some way or another. Whether you're struggling with anxiety or depression, which is something we talk about briefly, or you are just struggling navigating parenting during a pandemic or navigating life during a pandemic, we, again, don't talk about it specifically about a pandemic. Whenever we recorded this, we did not know that was going to happen, but we do talk about it in a way that directly relates. So Emily has a framework that she calls the well framework, which is a way to approach a struggle or a way to approach whenever you are just not able to get past something, whenever you are really struggling with something, whether that is mental health or something else. And I really think that we could apply that framework, which she's going to talk about in this interview, to our lives during this time. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. I also think that this episode pairs really well with last week's episode. Some of the things we talk about kind of overlap. So if you have not listened to last week's episode where I discuss just the new normal, if that's what you want to call it, even though none of this is normal, with a couple of other amazing women. Go back and listen to that one as well after you listen to this one. I think they, again, pair hand in hand together, and I think together they'll give you a lot of encouragement during this time that it is okay to need a break and just some creative ways that you can find to take that break when you are struggling, when you are having a lot of feelings and you feel like you are unable to be the best that you can be for the people in your life. All right, with all of that said, let's get to my conversation with Emily. All right, well, I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Emily. Before we get started, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, I feel like my life is looking very different these days, but um, I am a mom of two kids who are adopted. Um, I'm a wife. I am a nurse at an eating disorder um, center, and I am a podcaster of the Mom Struggling Well podcast. And i that's why I really wanted to chat with you. I love your podcast, and I Thanks. feel like anyone who listens to this one will also love it. Can you talk a little bit about your podcast? Um, how did you start it? When did you start it? I know... Um, like you said, I know you've had a lot of changes recently, but what what did that look like for you when you started it? Why do you still continue it? All of that. <laughs> um, we were talking before we started recording, and I almost don't continue it on a regular basis. I don't know. 
why I think that's part of why the topic is on struggling because I feel like I'm all over the place and I want to I would love things to be perfect but they're not going to be like the sight of heaven so um I was years ago I was talking to some friends and just telling them like I just wanted to stop struggling I wanted to like get my act together because uh, I don't feel like anybody tries harder than I am but I still feel like a basket case so anyway um I paint a really nice picture of myself, don't I? (laughs) Anyway, so I was talking to my friend and he's like, you know what? We just, we can't, the struggle's not going to go away. We just have to struggle well. And I was like, what? So I immediately got my phone and saw if that URL was free. And I was like, this is, I need to explore this. Um, Because I had been waiting to enjoy my life until things were perfect. And that's just not realistic. It only took me till I was like 35 to realize that, but you know, better late than never. Yeah. And I, I love that concept. Um, I just, I love how honest you are about your struggles and I think what you're doing, it's just not common. Um, And I'm, I'm so glad you're doing it. And I'm so glad that years ago, your friend said that so that you started this whole thing. So I really do want to focus in on that idea of struggling. Well, I know that A while ago, you did a series on your podcast where you talked about that acronym of an acronym that kind of, you know, is the same thing as well. So W-E-L-L. And I just really love that. It spoke to me on a lot of levels. What does that, what does that mean? Like, what does it look like? We'll, We'll get into the acronym, but what does it even mean to struggle well to you? I think that for a long time, I didn't know what it meant, but knowing that it was an option really gave me a lot of comfort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But sometimes I just want to ride off into the sunset and find a whole new life. You know, the whole witness <laughs> protection program starts sounding like super cool. Like I don't need to be protected from anything, but let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think for me, it means reframing the situation because so I lived in China for several years and they love idioms over there. Um, they, lo- they love to say things that we would consider cliche. Sometimes this saying the same thing over and over again in our culture, we're kind of like, oh, everybody says that. But to them, they consider that like ancient wisdom. Like if, if everybody's always said it, there's something to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So so they would say on a daily basis, I heard someone say there's two sides to every coin. Every coin has two sides. And so it kind of became like a joke. Like, I know every coin has two sides. Everybody always says that. But there, I mean, there's so much wisdom to that. Every coin has two sides. And so when I look at my disastrous house or I'm so tired and there's so much laundry or why do I feel depressed again or why, you know, all that stuff, there's a there's a way to reframe that. Not where you're pretending things are fine and they're not, but there's another way to look at the same situation. And when you reframe it, then you can still struggle, but with a different kind of intention or different motivation. Yeah, that's so good. I I feel like it's obviously it's hard to do that. It takes a lot of practice, I think. But um, yeah, just that kind of switching it to gratitude sometimes or whatever it might look like to to reframe the situation I feel like that's the only way that we can get through those moments that are just like yeah like you said everything's a disaster how am I getting through one more day like this so let's talk about that well acronym did that start before the podcast or was that something you came up with along the way 
along the way because I just knew, like I said in the in the beginning, I was just glad that I felt like struggling well was something to try to do, but I didn't really know what that even meant. Um, and so I had prayed a lot about like. Lord, give me like a really great diagram or a framework. I love, I love a chart and a worksheet and I would love something <laughs> like that. And I didn't get anything for years. Um, and then one day I was on an airplane flying to speak at a conference and all of a sudden, I think just because no children were hanging on me and my phone <laughs> didn't have, you know, internet. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Or maybe it was the altitude. I don't know what it was, but it was magical. And, um, and it occurred to me like, why don't I, you know, explore what acronym could come with the word well and so it sounds kind of silly I think or super spiritual to say that I prayed about it but I really did I feel like God gave me this charge as a thing to do the podcast and so there it makes sense to me that he would then give me what I need along the way to keep going you know what I mean yeah so what what are like what is it what is the acronym what does it mean so, okay, so just well, it just is an easy way for me and my brain in the middle of what I, you know, a dumpster fire moment where things are <laughs> a disaster. And, uh, and they're usually not as big as I think they are of a disaster. But um, like W, wait, I am impulsive. I have been on record on several podcasts of I, I married a guy I didn't know hardly at all. Like, no, I didn't know him. Um, he was just super cute. And uh, he had a British accent, so stop it. <laughs> you would have married him too, I promise. Anyway, so I tend to be impulsive. Um, that's just evidence of that. And so um, waiting is important, is not the thing I think to do. I want to take care of things and act quickly. Um, and so wait is so important. Yeah. And then um, E would be expect. I think that we sometimes lose hope and we think... This is the way it is. It's the worst thing ever. And it's, um, can you tell I'm really black and white? Um, and it's <laughs> never going to get any better. And I'm trapped and everything's terrible. And um, if we can just expect that God is at work, those of us who have a faith, like he is good. He is working for our good. And we are never without hope. Um, and so if we can expect that he's at work and expect that good things are coming um, because he is good and his intentions towards us are kind, then after you've waited and you're kind of, that's part of the beginning of the reframing is something good is going on. I don't know if you know, um, like the Chronicles of Narnia, but Aslan, the, the, dinosaur I want to call him a dinosaur he's a lion okay um but he they talk about him like he's on the move like something like he's up to something and so for me the e for expect is like he is up to something yeah then it can be exciting you know what I mean yeah yeah that's so good so then l I think would be more of the reframing like okay so I've waited a second I have reframed it that something good is about to happen this whole thing is not all bad all the time and then I can look at it again that's the every coin has two sides what is another way to see you know um let's see right now I've got an adolescent sweet daughter who I say she's sweet because I'm trying to speak that over her but I <laughs> she's not always sweet mm -hmm. and um, so I want to look again what what is that? How in the actual world can this be a good thing? Because homegirl is mean. Um, and, but I realized like she is driving me to the Lord in ways I never had to go before. And I appreciate 
that. I appreciate her determination to not do what I say. <laughs> but I think someday that will be a great thing. She will be a leader. And so just looking again, and again, not not pretending. I'm so anti-pretending. That's stupid, and it doesn't work. The last L is um, lean into the situation. I think I like to stay away, and most people do, from things that are uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable. But oh, yeah. um, instead of running away from it, realizing there's something that we can learn god is teaching us something again it comes back to expecting that something awesome is on the other side of this um and he doesn't waste things and we don't go through things for no reason um and so leaning into the situation and realizing like something awesome is going to come out of this yeah i love that i i just love like every single piece of that and i think it's so relatable like like you said, you you love a good diagram <laughs> or whatever, a system of some sort. I'm not necessarily like that, but still, like every piece of that is so relatable. What does it look like for you in a moment of struggle, like like hard struggle? Like you said, you know, even if it's something right now, it sounds like you're struggling with your teenage daughter, which I cannot even imagine. I have a two-year-old right now. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. she's Enjoy still a lot it. right now, but she's a lot right now. But yeah, I mean, in 10 years, it's probably going to be a lot in a totally different way. Um, so what does it look like to struggle through that personally? I guess I, I even put this in the next question. So I could have just asked that same question, but how do you get through? How do you come through like some of your biggest struggles? Yeah, um, I think that for I think each of them comes or is more important. Each part of the acronym is more important depending on the situation. So like uh, for me, when my I hate to make my daughter like the the focus of this but for me when she is giving me attitude i this this like indignation rises up in me like how dare you like i am your mother and i give you a place to live like we just stink i went to disneyland why are you giving me this attitude you know um so the waiting is is really important for me to just shut up like pray instead of talk um and even waiting as far as like she makes a face i don't need to make faces back you know women are amazing at the the body language the um unspoken communication and so we do a lot of <laughs> cussing at each other with our faces <laughs> you know what i mean and so i think i just the waiting is just like practicing oh, i interviewed a lady a long time ago and she said when you have teenagers you have to practice the bland face like make zero like practice pretending like your face is paralyzed <laughs> so that you don't make a face and so that's for me the waiting is some is like facial paralysis and making no words with my mouth um and that has been really good with her because it just escalates things and and she can't fight if i won't fight back you know um somebody recently told me she's throwing a ball at you just don't throw the ball back and you're not playing a game you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was amazing to me because the the banter back and forth can get so toxic if you throw the ball back. And so for me, the waiting is just, she throws a ball at me, I let it fall on the ground, and I don't respond. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it takes every, it is like a war inside of me to just look like nothing's happening on the outside. Oh, yeah. I can, I mean, I don't have a teenager so I don't exactly know the situation but I taught eighth grade for uh, a few years and that first year 
was so challenging because it was just a constant power struggle, you know, yeah. with 20 of them at once. And I, I was not good at the waiting phase. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm in charge here. So doesn't that just mean you automatically listen no. to me? I'm doing good things for you. Come on. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I want to take a break to thank the sponsors who are helping make Minimalish possible. I want to tell you about Laurel Springs. If you're a parent, you probably resonate with the fact that we want to encourage our children. We want to encourage them to pursue their dreams. We want to provide them with opportunities that give them their best chance to do that, their best chance to succeed in the things that they want to do. Sometimes I think that looks like optimizing our children's routine, making it more flexible, more dynamic, so that they have more time to focus on things that they love. And I'm all about having space in our lives to focus on what matters to us. I believe our kids deserve that same opportunity to do that. Laurel Springs offers this opportunity of flexibility and personalized learning experiences. It's an accredited online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade, Laurel Springs recognizes that each child is a unique individual with their own personal interests, their own special talents, and unique learning style. Their flexible learning program offers challenging and diverse elective courses, and Laurel Springs is accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and Advanced Ed, which means their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. It's a great school and there is tons of flexibility and i think that that can be really helpful for a lot of students i just love that they offer that personalized learning experience if you think that this is something that your child might benefit from listeners of minimalish can get their registration fee waived so you can register your child today at laurelsprings.com minimalish and get your registration fee waived that's laurelsprings.com minimalish for your waived registration fee laurelsprings.com slash minimalish. I also wanted to take a second to tell you about something that I am offering right now. As you know, I'm a podcaster because I am talking to you over a microphone right now and you are listening to my podcast. I recently created a podcasting course to help you start a podcast if you are interested in doing that. If you listen to podcasts and think, that would be fun. That's how I used to feel before I started podcasting. I want to help you build a podcast with intention from the very beginnings of your idea all the way to monetizing your podcast and making some kind of income from it. So that and everything in between, I want to help you with it. So if you're interested in any of that, I am running a discount on it during the duration of time that we are stuck at home through social distancing and stay-at-home orders, you can go to desireeandries.com slash podcaster, and then you can use the code stuck at home. Desireeandries.com slash podcaster and use the code stuck at home. It is completely self-paced, so you can get to it whenever you want to. If you don't have time for it right now while you are stuck at home, you can still use that code, take advantage of the discount, and come back to it at a later date when you are ready to start working on your podcast. All right, friend, let's get back to today's episode. There, There's so many different ways that we can 
perfectly and I'm putting it in quotes parent or you know positively parent and all those things like there's a lot of helpful information but when it comes down to it I just think we need more people to hear to hear from more people that like hey it's okay that you're gonna mess them up well we already feel bad enough you know what I mean and and God never expected us to be perfect and frankly being a parent is the hardest job I have ever done yeah. So if I could hardly be a perfect nurse or a perfect teacher or whatever, perfect Starbucks barista. I'm certainly not going to be a perfect parent. I tell my kids to keep a journal of all the ways I messed up so that they don't do it. And they are happy to write down all the ways that I mess up. <laughs> That's amazing. I and it helps that. their writing skills, right? So. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Practical tip. <laughs> tell your kids to write a journal. Keep a journal. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so I would love to hear any encouragement. Well, I feel like this has already been full of encouragements, but um, if you have any kind of last encouragements or anything else you say in the intro of your podcast for the mom who feels like they want to run away, want to Mm. run away from their home. So what are your encouragements? Talk about that a little bit to, I guess, not running away from our home. I think, honestly, for me, I have a couple. The first thing that comes to my mind is, like, run away for a couple hours like that's fine like as long as there's somebody to watch your children and everything's safe I either go on a walk or I go to Target and just walk around or something like that I love going to thrift stores and looking for clothes for some reason um and so I just go do that get my nails done so I do like many many evacuations um because we don't realize sometimes that we we need that too like we're also people and they're not the only ones that are people and that matter you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think if we don't show that we have value by valuing ourselves, they're not going to know we have value. Mm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think that that's helpful is just to run away from home for short amounts of time. <laughs> Even like uh, tell your husband, if you're like me, I'm introverted, tell him or ask him, could, could I rent an Airbnb for like one night and take a ex- little extended period of time to, I don't know, something that really recharges you and do that it's it's worth it you're worth it we forget we're worth it because all we see is like that we meet other people's needs and so we don't realize that we have needs to meet that are equally valuable yeah I literally have a dream to do that (laughs) go go to an Airbnb and I need to take I need to like take myself up on that that needs to happen and again I don't know that everybody is as prone to depression and darkness as I am um but I think I mean there are some thin places where we just get weary and I think that telling people how you feel one or two close people we don't want to reach out when we're feeling low um especially if you're spending your low time on Instagram and Facebook and you realize how everybody else is perfect and that's baloney anyway but tell a couple people that you're feeling bad so they can hold the hope and the expectation that good things are coming um, for you when you can't. I always forget what Bible story it is, but I should really know this. Is it Moses? Where anyway, he had to hold up his hands for the battle to be being won. And uh, his arms were tired. And so his people held up an arm on either side because that he needed it. He was weary. And I think we need people to hold up our arms and... It's up to us to find that, I think, in the good times so that in the harder times we have that. Yeah, you know that's I mean? yeah, that's so important. Um, when we're 
talking it's mental health awareness week too and i just think that i think that i i could you know i don't have the statistics i did just look the other day and see that it's like one in seven that moms that struggle with postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression mm-hmm. yeah. but i feel like there's so there are so many more i think it's more than that people and women and anyone struggling yeah. and when we are whether it, we're working full-time or whether we are staying at home full-time, whatever it is, when we are when we are when have the role of mother, we are taking care of so many other people and we forget to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And I, I've personally struggled with, you know, asking for help or saying I need help. Even with my husband is a super helpful person. He would never, like, be upset with me for asking for help. But I struggle mm-hmm. sometimes to say, like, hey, I need 20 minutes to go and stare at the ceiling because I cannot have anyone else touch me right now, like, or talk to me (laughs) or ask me a question. Honestly, though, when you do that, you're teaching your kids that they can do that. You're modeling for them self-care and self-regulation. So it really is a great thing for you to do and for them to see that you need to do that because they need to do that too. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So good. Okay, well, I have two questions that I ask every guest, and I have absolutely loved our conversation, and I'm so glad that um, I got to chat with you. But first, before we go, um, I have to ask you these two questions. So the first one is, what is something that you're simplifying right now? I am simplifying um, my grad school class load. Um, I'm in school to be a mental health nurse practitioner, actually, and um, I was doing two classes at a time, and it sounded great, and it's just too much. And it seems, it. I'm an Enneagram one, I don't know if you like the Enneagram, but yeah. I like accomplishing, and I like perfection, and blah, 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 I'm a... I'm really hard on myself. And so um, I felt like I could do two classes, so I should do two classes. And that is not the same. They are not equal. And so I dropped one of my classes and um, signed up for a watercolor class, which makes no sense logically to my brain. But my brain needs something that has nothing to do with work or school or kids or marriage. So yeah. I am going to do simplifying by doing some watercolor. I love that. I tried grad school while working full time without kids okay. and I did not complete that endeavor. <laughs> so it's no joke, man. It is not. It is not. Um, so you are definitely doing a lot and doing good work. I'm glad that you simplified it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, okay, my second question is, what is something that you can't stop talking about right now? You know what I haven't been enjoying is um, this thing called Camp Gladiator. Do you have it where you are? Where do you live? I live in Pittsburgh, but oh. I've, I've okay. never heard of it. But it's actually, like an, it kind of sounds familiar at the same time. Okay, it's like an outdoor, uh, like a boot camp. Okay. Thing. It's kind of like CrossFit, but using body weight instead of um, like a bunch of weights. and yeah like that and it's outside so um I like it because being prone to depression being outside is so helpful to me um and you know moving is also like a medicine you know to with for your serotonin and all that kind of stuff and so I really have been enjoying it I did it 
and I stopped about a year ago and then I've just started again and everything hurts, but I think it's going to be really good for me. It helps me realize I can do hard things, which in some times, sometimes in some ways, in some sections of my life, I tell myself I can't do hard things. And in other areas, I can do hard things all day long. So I think with, with my body, I feel like I can't do hard things. I tell myself, you know, you're too old, you're too out of shape, you'll never, whatever. And so um, that's really been helpful for me to start that again. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. And um, just for all of the realness and encouragement that you give to moms all the time on your own show, where can anyone listening in find you? Um, my favorite place is Instagram. You can find me at mom struggling well, or you could go to the internet at momstrugglingwell.com. And the uh, podcast is called Mom Struggling Well, so should be easy to find all of I this. I hope so, yes. And um, I will also link them in the show notes so that anyone can find them. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. I hope it encouraged you. I hope it made you feel less alone in your feelings. If you ever feel like you need to get away, like Emily says, if you need ever feel like you want to run away from home, I feel like a lot of us might be feeling that way during this time where we are stuck at home. We don't really have that option. You are not alone. I love Emily's recommendation and encouragement to just get away for a little bit if you can. Now, I know what you might be thinking, that is impossible right now because we're not supposed to leave our homes. But that's not necessarily 100% true. You could go for a walk, depending on what area of the world that you live in. Most of us can go for walks in our neighborhoods. That is a perfect way to get some time away. You can go in your car and hang out in your car and listen to an audiobook. This is something that I have implemented this week. I also needed to pick up groceries, so I did that, but for some of the time, I kind of hung out in the parking lot and just breathed, listened to an audiobook, and took some time away. If you're not able to leave your home, if you don't have someone that is able to help you with your children, if you are a mom, then you could take this time by implementing quiet time or just taking more of a breather, giving yourself more grace, letting go of those daily things that maybe fall on you typically, like dishes and laundry, just letting go of them for one night if you need to after your kids are in bed and taking some time to breathe, to do something that allows you to just truly relax and rest. Of course, there are a thousand other examples, and depending on what your life situation looks like, you might have to figure what that would look like out for yourself. But I encourage you to find something. If you are feeling like you are struggling through this right now, like we are over a month into all of this and it is too much and your patience is low and you need a break, I just encourage you to find that and that it is okay to feel that way. I also just wanted to, before we end this episode, reiterate what Emily said with her framework, the well framework. Wait, expect, look again, and lean in. How can you implement that strategy when it comes to what we are struggling through right now or what you are struggling through right now? Maybe it has nothing to do with this pandemic. Maybe it's a specific other struggle that you're going through. What is it? How can you 
apply this to your specific struggle. I just wanted to reiterate those terms, that acronym, quickly before we end this in case you missed one of them or in case you forgot it and you don't want to go back and try to find it in this episode. All right, friend, as always, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy Minimalish each week, I appreciate it so much if you would take the time to review and rate the podcast, give it five stars, just give a simple review about what you're loving about it. This helps other women get eyes on the podcast and ears on the podcast and invites more women into the community. And of course, if you want to share it with a friend or share it on Instagram or wherever you spend your time online, that is always helpful as well. And I am so thankful for you for doing that. I hope you're staying healthy and well, and I will talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.